Welcome to Soundscape Crusaders, a music discovery podcast where we pair music with meaning. Join co-hosts Nate and Levi on this journey as we dive deep and examine one song and episode, discuss what we love about it, and then pair it with something that emotionally and tonally coincides with the song. Shit. No, I'm going back and forth, man. I know the artist, <laughs> but I don't know which one. I love all of his music so much. Flip a coin, and man. Flip I know, a coin. I know. You have to flip a coin, man. You got to leave it up to chance. I, well, I got to narrow it down to two in order to do that. Oh, you don't even have it down to two? I thought you had it down to two. Who's I had it down artist? to one. And then... Okay, so... Lately, I've been... I've had a pretty healthy mix of listening to things that are um, that I reminisce over that have a lot of nostalgia, but also like 50% new things that I'm discovering. Right. I feel like okay. it's a really healthy balance right. um, because I'm just rediscovering like a bunch of old stuff that I like. I had a whole era of that. I listened to them until they're like burnt out, burnt out. Mm-hmm. Um, like for example, White Lies. Have you ever listened to them? That's mm-hmm. not who I'm picking, but um, they're really fun. Like, I guess they're like independent rock or something. My senior year of high school, I listened to one of their albums on repeat, and I discovered yeah. they had a new album, and I was like, oh, like it's like rediscovering old friends, but they've changed so much because it's a new album. Yeah. Another artist that I've been going back on over and over and he recently released new music um is a new york based independent like synth pop uh artist who's i've talked about before on this show uh with trey and aaron uh which is starcadian starcadian is like he has a very very unique style that's a good mix of kind of cinematic orchestrations is orchestrations a word sounds about right cinematic orchestrations mixed with synth pop and uh like nostalgic 80s type shit right right and that's i i discovered this type of music which became my whole personality for a long time uh through starcadian because at the time i was listening to a lot of movie soundtracks I was listening to a ton of movie soundtracks. All of a sudden, Spotify recommended Sunset Blood by Starcadian. Uh, and the way Starcadian does, he, he, uh, it used to be on his Twitter bio or something. He said he makes ear movies, which I talked about last time. And so all of his covers look like soundtrack art for like some movie that existed only at Blockbuster and the weird like horror section of like, older movies like not current day it's like something from 30 years ago and you're like oh this has a really cool cover i should watch it so anyway i thought i was listening to an album like for for a movie and i couldn't find it and you know I, i've i've said this story before i went i drove myself crazy trying to find this movie that didn't even exist and then i discovered this guy and his music and how he treats his albums as a you know ear movie um and I was just fascinated and I listened the shit out of that album. And then, um, you know, I put it 
on the wayside for a little bit because I didn't want to like overdo it, you know, because you can like sear someone out of your mind if you listen to them too much. Um, and then later I found out like after several albums, which I always listened to when they came out um, recently, he released a instrumental EP, um, which I like his instrumentals a lot. But my song is from his 2021 album and it's called Gutter. So that's it. I don't know if have you listened to them? I don't know if I've ever given them the chance or him. I guess it's just one guy, right? Yeah. It's just one guy that runs the show. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I've ever like really listened to a full song. Um, yeah, is it? It's probably not your thing, right? I'm not. He, it's not that I'm not big on synthwave. It's just not something I go back to often. That's um, fair. You have recommended him to me multiple times, so yeah, I, I know the name, and I remember when you were like super into it. And then you'd send like stuff like then you'd like introduce me to like Gunship, which is kind of like the same idea. Um, right. He's how I got to gunship because mm-hmm. there, there's a very natural progression between him and gunship. Yeah. With the use of like electric guitars and the synths and like, yeah, it's not like music from the eighties, but it, it's like what you think it was like from the eighties. Right. And then around that time there was like stranger things like first came out and right. I think it was the synth wave band. I think they're called survive. I think that's right. They're based out of Austin, Texas, and they're a synthwave band that did oh, the soundtrack, really? at least for the first season. Haven't really given it the time, but everything like you've showed me, I've liked. So I've never been like anti it. Does that make sense? It's just not something yeah. I've dove into myself. I need someone to like hold my hand as I go into the <laughs> pool, you know? <laughs> I, I'm not going to dive into the deep end. It's, you know. Yeah. And it's, you know, especially like, being a huge synth pop type fan, mm-hmm. um, you got to wade through a lot of shit sometimes. Um, there kind are of another a lot reason of, why. Yeah, there's yeah. there's a lot of like spot for every like thirty songs that Spotify recommend recommends me that is synthwave or like anything like that. Mm-hmm. A lot of the times I pass on them. I probably only grab every like one in thirty. And I, yeah, I'm very particular about mm-hmm. the genre in that way. Um, I don't Man, know. There are just certain beeps. Annoying. There's so many. There was one you showed me. I think we heard on the trip down to MondoCon down in Austin in 2019. And the song's called The Lava. And it's by a band called Equator. I don't know if they're synthwave or not, but they have that kind of same feel. Song, that song fucking caught my ear. Um, I don't know if that's synthwave, but it kind of was like in that same vein. Either way, that song oh, was a bop. yeah. Yeah, the song's are yeah. really fucking good. Um, so there's been greatness that I've like that you've showed me. So I know it's there. So yeah. I'm excited for the song because I've never. I know Upstarkadian because of you. Yeah, I've just never. Him yeah, I've just never. Time. 
taken up. Hey, Starcadian, if you're listening, please come on our show. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, man. <laughs> Send it to him. Just tag him when we tweet this out. You tag Madonna, maybe she'll respond. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I can't wait for someone to see it and just be like, please do not talk about me. <laughs> Her like manager sends us a cease and desist. Right. right. We're like, we said it's all like, good things. We love you. She's like, I don't give a fuck. Capitalism, bitch. Right. I just want to talk about how good you are. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> um, oh, man. Yeah, the song's called Gutter. And this this isn't one of the ones that come to mind immediately when I think about Starcadian because Mm -hmm. I just, this is a newer song and uh, it's just not my first pick, but every time I hear it, I'm like, Oh shit. I Mm -hmm. forgot how good this is. Oh, it's a bop. Okay. Yeah. So let's just listen to it and then we'll talk more about who Starcadian is. I was going to say, is this like in the same vein as like Carpenter Brute and stuff like that? Kind like of moon and yeah, Carpenter Brut is more uh, sharp edged. I feel I like. like I think I like that a little more than like yeah. softer. Like I like that like aggressive, like that Hotline Miami shit. Okay, that's yeah, shit. yeah, that's the shit he, I fuck with. So Starcadian does a lot of shit like that, kind uh-huh. of. I think um, I don't know. I might be completely wrong, but I found there's an Everybody Wiki over Starcadian. And uh, it says his style of music is heavily influenced by French musician Sebastian and features music reminiscent of the artist Prince with lyrics sung using a vocoder effect. Mm-hmm. And like all of all of his lyrics are, yeah, they ha- they're th- shot through the vocoder. vocoder. Yeah. Um, and That's kind of dope. Yeah, it's, it's unique. And um, like, again, like I wouldn't say that you know, I want to recommend this song to like my mother-in-law maybe, but like I would recommend it to someone that likes this style of music. Gotcha. I don't know. Yes. We'll see. I'm excited on one, three, two, one. Fuck me, dude. Oh my (laughs) God. I already threw this on my playlist. This is good. This shit slaps. Use that sound bite. (laughs) Oh my God. This is so good. Pardon my outburst. That tonal shift from the verse to chorus is so good. What do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Holy crap. Fuck. Just seeing, before you even said anything, watching your face as Uh this song (laughs) progressed was one of the most enjoyable things. I was like, okay, so... Do you want me to give you a play-by-play? Dude, I'll give you a fucking yeah, play-by-play. Dude. Yeah, give me a play-by-play. So, it's, like, very kind of aggressive with that kind of, like, crunchy electronic sound in the beginning. Yeah. And I didn't expect vocals to come in. And, like, the way his vocals are so soothing on top of this, like, really aggressive riff through at least that first verse is, like, it's so... Oh, frick. I think it's, like, so captivating. 
Um, Because it's too, I you know, it's too basic ideas like hard with this electronic, you know, super distorted guitar riff coming onto this like very soft vocals. You know, it's like two conflicting ideas coming together for me. This like really cool, like pastiche if you want to call it that of that first verse and like the tonal shift where like he even like moves up i think an octave higher in the verse or in the chorus and it's like super smooth like it's all soothing throughout that and then it gets back into that hard riff and it's just so good man it just if this thing moves that guitar that guitar solo was very it felt very prince-esque um yeah not flashy where it's like just like arpeggios and you know, constant, um, finger tapping, stuff like that. Um, it felt very soulful, soulful in a way, like the guitar was crying out. Um, like the way he's like bending notes at certain points, dude, holy crap. This thing was good. It was very good. Oh, I I was like, not that I was like not super into it. I was like, okay, yeah, like this is fucking dope. I get it. Like I get the idea. And then like he, when his vocals came in, I was like, okay, yeah, I'm in. <laughs> it just adds a new layer yeah. of like emotion because it's, yeah. it's a certain song and then the yeah. lyrics come in and then it it's like, oh, I see that. Like, it's almost like it adds a touch of sensitivity yeah. to what is otherwise a very like hard edge song. Yeah, it's soft emotion with like hard aggression and it's yeah. so good. So yeah, that's good. A, oh, I love the way you put that. So good. I think I'm gonna Say go with again? my pick. Oh uh, fuck. Hard aggression with soft emotion. Was it that? Yeah, yeah. I like that a lot. Uh, fucking dude, uh, fucking sick track. Um, I have a question for you. So you're like a okay. super huge Starcadian fan. Looks like this yeah. record, Radio Galaxy, came out last year. So was the yeah. first record you heard, was it Sunset Blood or was it Saturdays? Sunset Blood. Sunset Blur. Okay. Okay. I think. What do you think of I, this track? Like relative to those earlier stuff? Like, do you like it as much? Like, how do you feel? Oh about yeah. It? I, I love it. Uh, he, he, as an artist, his sound has really evolved while staying true to itself. I feel like, mm-hmm. and, um, I don't know when I started listening to him. Uh, I want to say it was probably, 15 16 it was before midnight signals and it was before radio galaxy um and i since sunset blood and saturdays were both now i I was a much bigger fan of sunset blood i liked saturdays but sunset blood was like i held on a pedestal for a long time like that Mm -hmm. was like top five albums like i worshipped that album right and then midnight signals came out and um i also really liked it um there weren't as many that i was like um head over heels for i liked all of it but like the ones that i did like were huge uh inner space i think i need a little bit to process what you've done Space was on Midnight Signals. Okay. And uh that's the opening track. And I think he released it as a single before as well. Okay. Um 
very good and that's almost the song i went with um what was the song again interspace interspace okay it's one of his most popular ones yeah interspace and the fury off of that album are both very very good and then this overture for Midnight Signals is just a beautiful piece of music. It, so do you like Midnight feels... Signals? Do you like Midnight Signals over Sunset Blood? Or I think tough? I still I think I still put Sunset Blood over Midnight Signals, but barely. Mm. I mean, th- this is a, you know, they're all at the top. I, I like yeah. them all a lot. Um, well, how do you feel about this new one? This new project he put out last year? So Radio Galaxy, I love. I have... I still have one, two, three, four, five. I still have five songs off of that in my liked mm-hmm. playlist. And I assume which Gutter I, is one of them. Yeah, Gutter Gutter is definitely one of them. But gotcha. Um, like, that's a lot of bangers for, you know. I try to keep that liked playlist pretty small, and then I rotate things out. But I, that's been on my liked playlist for uh, quite a while. It's a fucking um, good song holy crap yeah yeah it, and the album is like if if you listen to the album listen to it straight through because it's kind of it, they all kind of tie together in, in right. a nice way they're, they're concept albums yeah yeah, yeah it's a story so it, it's it's really nice and gutter is the third track it was a good ass song loved yeah, it i mean i'm glad you liked it because i i, w- I was a little nervous at first because mm-hmm. i you know i wasn't sure <laughs> I mean, you listen to everything, but you don't like listen. You're not as intense about synth pop and, you know, synth wave as I am. I'm yeah. I'm a little bit of a nut for it. So I'm really happy you liked it. <laughs> it's fucking great, dude. I'm going to have to hit that shit up tomorrow when I'm just working at home. Dude. It's good. Very yeah. well done. Super into that. I like because oh, I good. like that. Like we were talking earlier before we started the video or before we listened to the song. I like those artists that are featured in like the Hotline Miami. The, I can only take them for so long because it's all aggression all the time, like in your face, like yeah. being like the game is you running around just killing everybody. Right. Like that's that works. This song balances that with mo- like so it's like kind of like Doom where you're like all fucking amped and shit, and it's like oh yo, 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 yo. okay, let's play you back down, let's chill, yeah. let's chill out, and then it's like okay, go go run, yeah, you know yeah oh so good so fucking sick so good honestly i'm kind of shook i liked it more than i thought i'm a little (laughs) shook i don't Um, think i've seen that big of a reaction out of you you know in a while i know you would have gotten that if we had done flower of sex if we had done flower of sex like this you would have gotten that yeah that's still i still think that might be your best song that you've picked that But this one is easily number two. This one takes number two. See, this is more like the surprise thing because yeah. it is so much more fun like yeah. seeing that moment. The moment when you realize like, oh, this is good is like a beautiful moment. Right. Because that, I mean, it was like the same thing with Flowers Sex. Like when it like that guitar, he does that like slide on his leg. It was like, and then it gets like really loud. Yeah. I was like, like you know pedal to the metal like slam my foot on the accelerator (laughs) see and now now you can kind of see like why i i mean i listen to this guy casually as well as you know when i'm writing like it's it's like 
inspiration music because it like triggers that part of your brain that's like mm. I don't know it gives you energy I don't yeah. I don't know what other way to do it but um it's like not endorphins is it adrenaline no um serotonin I know what you I don't mean know. though or serotonin or yeah, dopamine or there's some chemical that's uh, just like firing off in your brain when you hear that song that makes you yeah. just want to go some scientist yeah. is going to be like yeah it's this one freaking yeah. out uh so the lyrics choruses so call me lover drag me through the gutter break me down to pieces baby hold me over heartbeat getting slower i hear you crawling through my bones siren calling me into the unknown that seems like someone trying to get over someone or something but that thing they're trying to get over keeps coming back and they know it's like they're kryptonite in a sense you know it's like Mm. please go away you like every time you're around i collapse you know so you you think they're asking them to go away? Maybe they're it's maybe it's masochistic as fuck. Like I know you can break me down. I invite that in. Yeah, yeah. the The way I I I mean, it might not be true, or it might mm-hmm. not be what it is. The way I interpret it is like someone who is so head over heels in love that they're mm-hmm. you know drag me through the gutter, break me down into pieces. Baby, hold me over, heartbeat getting slower. That's like, <laughs> pretty much like choke me, right? Choke me, daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Some creepy um, shit. Like, well, no, we're not here to kink shame. People like that, and that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you crawling through my bones. Like, that's like such a like visceral and mm-hmm. desperate isn't the right word, but just like a pleading. Like, it's like, very. It's like on your knees begging for that shit to happen. I might be completely misinterpreting it, but it, it feels like the feeling, like the the moment when you first fall in love or something where the, the moment and feeling is so intense that you, you can like feel it deep inside of you. Right. You're like, I'll do anything for you. It's a very, not animalistic, but it's like basic instinct kind of thing. I'm trying to like make more sense of the verses. I don't really actually... I think I need to read it out loud. Get some, the days are gone. Eyes up into the stars, rewind and live it all. You know who you are. I'm changing my choice. Really? Yep, I'm changing my choice. I know what I'm picking. I'm still struggling on my pick. It's like, it feels like very, I don't know, to me it feels very masochistic and violent. Okay. Um, In a way, it's very brutal in its language. Um, like, I just, just like chorus alone, like baby, hold me over heartbeat getting slower. That's like, you're asking them to like smother you almost in a way, which yeah, right? can result in a, a fatality. It can be your demise, your death. I don't know. That's yeah. just, that's what I'm feeling right now. I have so many ideas and they're not matching up with the movies that I'm thinking of. Mm-hmm. Well, I can tell you this, the one movie I was going to choose didn't fit as well lyrically. Musically, it fit great. I think this the choice I have now is going to fit really well lyrically. Maybe not as well musically, but I think lyrically, I think it's going to be spot on. So I want to hear what your pick is. I'm bouncing between a few. Okay, so going back to what we were talking about in the lyrics to me when i read the lyrics they're very violent to me um 
not grotesque, but it feels very masochistic. It's like, it's like this narrator when they talk is like, Hey, I know I'm being, um, I know what is about to happen to me is going to inflict pain on me, but I want it and I like it kind of thing. Um, and to go on to the, go back to the music or our conversation on the music, it's a very aggressive beat with an emotional overtone onto it. So I think yeah. I'm picking a movie. I think the theme of the movie fits with the lyrics very well. I'm not as keen on how the l- lyrics, I don't know if the lyrics and that soft emotional uh, tone fits. I mean, there are parts in this movie that are kind of calmer and sweeter-ish. I mean, not really. But the aggressive song, I think, drives home this whole theme, this theme of this movie. So the movie I'm going with, and I've talked about this movie before. I've talked about this movie in an earlier episode. Have I seen this? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think you have. This is a horror movie. It's a from 1987, directed by Clive Barker, and I'm choosing Hellraiser as my choice. Interesting. Yeah, yeah we talked about that a little we bit. We did, but I didn't choose, because I think I referenced it in our Flower of Sex video, and I ended up not choosing it. Yeah. But I think this song works better, because with the sounds that come in the instrumental of this song are a lot more aggressive than Flower of Sex, and this movie is hella aggressive. And you have not seen this, correct? I have not. I still have not seen this one. I mean, everyone knows who Pinhead is. He's, or they are, um, one of those horror icons with Mike, Michael Myers and Freddy Krueger and Jason Voorhees and Chucky and Leatherface. So he's, you know, they're up there with these other characters. So it's very violent, but I think the themes they explore, which is sadomasochism i think the turn they do going the hyper violent i think is really interesting yeah um and i also think pinhead is a very ominous character and they don't do much right they're very just their presence is intense and i fuck with that ready i'm I'm zeroed out all right man three two one. I have seen the future of horror. His name is Clive Barker. It's a pretty good endorsement. Yeah, very much so. I love these old style of trailers. Everything is scary. Yeah. Unlike anything you have witnessed. The imagery in this movie is freaky. Because within these walls, the unholy is unleashed. Good. It's a good movie. We'll tear your soul apart. Also, the whole yeah, the whole soul line 
in the uh, in the Starcadian song, I can't remember the line off the top of my head. I have to pull up the lyrics. Reminded me of um of this movie. So yeah, dead skies and ultra light, all lies. Let me go, my life, my everything. You rip out my soul. Yep. So you've not seen this yeah. movie. I haven't, but I can definitely see the like where you're going. The violence, the hyper violence kind of thing. The imagery in that movie is very. I don't like using the word visceral because I feel like I use that a lot, but it's very evocative of emotions and fear and grossness. You know, it makes you feel uneasy. Like that's that shot where one of the Cenobites, those are the creatures that come out of this puzzle box, um, which is like kind of the centerpiece of this whole story. Right. Because in the opening scene, this character named Frank is in Morocco. He buys the, and he's a sadomasochist. He buys this, um, this puzzle box. And when he opens the puzzle box, chains fly out of it, like rip him apart and pull him into this, yeah. pull him into the box. Well, and then the box is left. I think it's left in the house and someone else opens it and Frank gets out and all this crazy shit happens. Um, but like that scene in the trailer where the Cenobite, those are the creatures that live in this other dimension, this other world. Um, and where he's taking that claw and he's cutting the wall, he's cutting through the wallpaper and through the drywall and it's bleeding. It's like imagery yeah. like that. There's a lot of that kind of stuff where like is, the house almost becomes meat. What's is up? Pin, is pinhead from another dimension or is it hell? I think the Cenobites, ah, they are from the religious sect in hell known as the order of the gash describing themselves as explorers in the further regions of experience and granting sadomasochistic pleasures to those who call upon them of the gash. Yeah. I think it's just that something that's pretty sexual. What's up? <laughs> that alone is pretty sexual. Very much. So it's probably something Clive Barker came up with. Clive Barker is like, have you read any of his stuff? Any of his work? No. no. Um, there's this, group of short stories let me look let me get the name right uh called books of blood and it's a collection of uh short stories i haven't read all of them but there was one i read where it's these two neighboring countries have this like every 10 years they have this event where they every person in each village each country combines into a giant person and they fight each other and it's fucking weird that's awesome (laughs) it's it's intense. Um, what is it called? I think the oh, shit. What was the name of it? I think it's called, is it human remains? No. It was one that I heard in a podcast. So I decided to watch it or decided to read it. And I was like, yeah. this is, this, this is gross, <laughs> but it was really captivating. You know, it's one of those things like it's a train wreck. Right. Like I can't look away. It's so good. That's pretty freaky. He he definitely seems like like the horror style yeah. seems similar to like uh uh <coughs> what's his name? Alien guy. HR Geiger. Geiger and then Bannon. Yeah. Dan O'Bannon. Yeah. Is that his name? Dan O'Bannon. I think so. Also the name of the short story was In the Hills, the Cities. It's actually it's a pretty mm, interesting okay. read. Um yeah, Clive Barker's a really interesting character. Um, yeah, I, I mean, like, Hel- Hellraiser I like, was a comic. Yeah. I like I like Hellraiser. I've never gone through any of the sequels just because I just had no desire. Yeah. Um, I had, like, there was, like, a time in my, like, early college years where 
all the, like the iconic horror movies that I didn't watch as a kid, I watched as an adult and Hellraiser was one of them. Right. It's like Hellraiser, Texas Chainsaw, which that was not one that was sh- uh, on TV a lot at home or at all. Um, I think that might be maybe pump. I'd watch, I watched Pumpkinhead as well. That has a, um, the guy plays Bishop Lance Henriksen in it. And it's a oh, really right. cool story of a, it's a really interesting story of revenge. Um, it's very campy though. So Preston, if you're listening, you probably won't like it. <laughs> Love you, man. Yeah, so Hellraiser was one of those I watched later in college, and I was like, you right. know what? This isn't one I would go back to often. This isn't like Halloween. This isn't the thing. You know, this isn't. It's not those that are like I. It's not it follows. It's not these horror movies that I could watch pretty frequently. Right. But it's one that I have gone back to a couple times later, and I'm like, this is still really fucking good. And there's right. genuine moments where I'm like, oh, that is so gross. Um, yeah. And freaked out. It's the. The effects are really the, the creature effects are really cool. The makeup designs for all the Cenobites. There's Pinhead. There's um. There's one whose face is like folded over, and all you see is just teeth. I think he's called the Chatterer. Um, all of them are just so fucking creepy. Sounds I'd like something it. out of a Neil Gaiman. Yeah. Gaiman, whatever it is. Yeah. But I'd recommend it. I think it's not something Lauren would like. Might have to be something you see on your own. But I think Pinhead is a, I think they deserve being on that upper echelon of like horror entities. Yeah. So. I mean, that sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty good. <laughs> I think you got it. <laughs> I think I did. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because I was thinking like one of the movies that came to my mind that would have fit perfectly. I think I chose for flower of sex. Mm-hmm. What did you choose? Oh yeah, that's right. That's that what is, I picked. That's a really good one. Um, and I was thinking about that for this. I was like, ah, oh, that would kind of fit. Um, that would fit really well. But unfortunately, ooh, there I is one. I th- never mind. Continue. Sorry, I, no, I thought of. I thought go. of. An, I was gonna say there's something within Garland's echelon that I think would work with this song. Oh really? Um, mm-hmm. I think you could have a good argument what movie i think you could argue annihilation potentially fix the song yeah at least song wise maybe not lyrically wise but um it has those hard moments of hard aggression and the soft emotional tones as well i think totally could fit pretty well um i don't think that's what your choice is though yeah no it's not um (laughs) like no (laughs) shut up (laughs) No, I'm sorry if it sounded like that. No. Um, there was one movie that we've both seen that we both love to death that I almost picked, but I, it doesn't feel quite right, what unfortunately. Movie? Uh, to Live. Oh, that would be a good one. My, uh, Ugh, that one hurts my soul every time. I think I've only seen it once. <laughs> if y'all haven't seen To Live, it is phenomenal. Top 10 one of the top best movies ever made. At least I'd yeah. say so. Uh, to me, that movie highlights the human experience so well. And it's captivating. Yeah, It's absolutely captivating how the camera moves, how the actors, you know, just do their thing, you know, do their job. Yeah, the director, Zhang Yimou, 
he really weaves a captivating tale. And we're going to have to talk about that movie a lot more. It's so good. At some point. I think I cried three times during that class. Dude. It's brutal. Yeah, probably the same. And it's, it's tough and it's incredible. Oh, it's so well done. It's just a shame because you can hardly find it anywhere. Yeah. You got to find a DVD on like eBay or something. Yeah. And you have one, don't you? Yeah, I finally got one. It's a used DVD that I bought for like 4K Blu-ray prices. Oh, but wow. At least I have a copy now. So. Yeah. That's a movie I'd like to own like a one sheet of, you know? Yeah, I, I've been looking <laughs> you have i don't i don't doubt you have yeah, yeah it's, it's just a great film um, it's phenomenal i can see why it doesn't have as much traction i can imagine the chinese government doesn't like it yeah the wikipedia page says they do not or they did not um probably still don't well it was anti it was very anti uh, cultural revolution yeah, very critical of China's uh, handling of all of that. Um, yeah. Very. But critical. the movie is uh, phenomenal. It's a 10 amazing. out of 10. It's perfect. It's a perfect movie. Yeah. And so we need to watch it again soon. Oh, I'll, I'll watch it again. I didn't end up going with To Live. Um, someday I will, but it's not today. <laughs> Yeah, the way um, we talked about it, we thought it, it makes it seem like it's your pick. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. We could probably talk about it. We need to like watch it and just do a podcast talking about it. Just we'll be sad. Be sniffling. Yeah, we'll and, like, just all be sad. crying the whole time. Um, instead, I went with something that's a lot more well known. Um, people might say it's not, uh, not very thought out because everyone likes this movie. But uh, I'm going to go with it because I feel like it fits. The movie that I chose is um, it has that same hard edge as Gutter, and it also has that same softness that Gutter does too, and, and it balances those two things very well in a genre that is not known for the softness. It's known for the pain, which is the action genre, and this movie basically redefined action cinema for a while. It became the thing that, you know, born identity was years ago where everybody tried to copy just what born identity did and it's action style and all of that. This movie did that in 2014 directed by Chad Stahelski and Derek Kolstad. It is starring Keanu Reeves. It is John Wick. I'm up. I'm up. You like that, huh? Nice ride. Thanks. How much? Excuse me? How much for the car? She's not for sale. You have a good day, sir. I lost everything. That dog was a final gift from my dying wife. Jonathan, you got out once. 
you dip so much as a pinky back into this pond, you may find something reaching out to pull you back in. It's personal. Where'd you get that car? What does it matter? It's not what you did, son. It's who you did it to. Nobody? But nobody. It's John Wick. That's a great, great choice. Absolutely great choice. Brilliant. Love it. You know, the, the... the tone and the grun- grunginess and the like just pure aggression behind the instruments. Yeah. That's really how matches. John feels. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And he, he's a man that's lost everything. Not only has he lost his wife, but he's lost the reminder of his wife and his wife's last gift to him was taken from him, which was a dog. And he goes on an absolute rampage. Um, Deservedly. Yeah. And it's literally like the grief process put into action. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I I really do think that. I I think he's going through the stages of grief while, while, and he's coping with it through death. (laughs) It's a lot of murder. And I remember like watching this movie when it first came out because, you know, when the trailer released, no one paid attention to it. Like it seemed like like action fans probably did like hardcore action fans. But I rem- like no one knew of what this movie was going to be. And I was like, I was like, oh, heck yeah. Like a Keanu Reeves doing like really crazy action with the same guy that. Worked with him on the Matrix. Like it's I'll, a good combo. I'll watch that. Yeah. Like, and you know, other people's expectations were probably that it would be barely better than like, you know, like a Jack Reacher or something like that. Yeah, like, or even probably even less than that. Like, I I don't think the expectations were huge. Mm-hmm. Not nearly as huge as they. Is what did happen because John right. blew up like word of mouth. Yeah, that's how Absolutely. I heard about it. Someone told me, hey, you need to see this movie. And I was like, it doesn't look that good. I'm not a huge action fan. So I was like, Ugh, whatever. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. The choreography in that movie is is unmatched. It's yeah. so well thought out. And the fight scenes and the gun scenes are just so good. It's yeah, it's. I remember Caleb and I went, I believe, for my birthday to see John Wick, and we ate, um, this was in college, and I remember him picking me up. Okay, so we sat in the Cinemark parking lot eating, like, wings from, like, a pizza place or something, and then we went inside to watch John Wick. The parking lot was pretty much empty, and I believe it was, like, opening weekend, like, and we went in, the theater wasn't super packed, and the movie started. Mm. And once the action hit, I I don't remember the last time I was that excited in a theater, like on the edge of my seat for the whole ride. Like I you could feel every hit. You could um it was incredible. 
And so like when we left, we shared it with everybody we could. I'm we pretty like, sure uh, Caleb was the one <laughs> who told me to go see it. I think I was living with them at the time. Yeah, I think you were. That he he's I think he's the one. That's so crazy. Continue. I uh no, no. I'm like it's just awesome that and that movie did that movie like had a huge impact. They're still making them. They're about to yeah. release a fourth one. Fourth one's coming or soon. something. Um and honestly, I like as crazy it is, I like the second more. I think the action is just sec- nonstop phenomenal. Yeah. I really like the second one. And the third one was just as good. Yeah, I think to they, me it's two, one, three. I think with the order I would put them. I need to rewatch two. I've watched one the most. One I've seen the most, I think, as well. Yeah. Some about two, man. The action sequences and the set pieces in that movie. Yeah. I just re- thought was so cool. Um, yeah. I definitely like remember thinking it was great. Um, they've all been good, which is what we're getting yeah, across. Yeah. You, and you know, some people are trying to be revisionists and like be like, Oh, it's not that good. It's overrated mm-hmm. type shit. And I'm like, it's no, not though. <laughs> it's not, it's, it's not. deserved. Everything that that franchise has gotten is deserved. Yeah. That like, is a hardworking team right there. Keanu, very dedicated to his roles. The stunt people, all very dedicated. Mm-hmm. And just, you know, went at 11 and just held. And uh, the directors have stated, like, as they go through, um, they want you to... Well, actually, one one director left after the first one. Um, so David Leach left and did, like, Deadpool 2 and other things. And Chad Stelhesky stayed with John Wick, and he stated that he he like basically wants you to get action fatigue. Like he wants the action to go so hard that by the end of it, you're like exhausted. Really? Yeah. And I mean, if you notice, like each one gets more and more filled to the brim with like it's ramped up. Yeah. Like you you don't have much time to breathe. Yeah. It's. Um, that's what I remember when my parents saw the third one. My dad was like, yeah, it was great. My mom was like, it was good, but man, it never stopped. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah. yeah. That's, yeah. Warning. It's insane. It's so good. I, I, I love this movie. Anybody, even if you don't really like action, like, this is a good, good one to, like, if you don't want to watch any other action movies, watch John Wick so you can say you've seen it and most people will enjoy it you know yes so (laughs) i was not yawning at your story i thought your story was great your anecdote was really good and your choice is amazing your choice is so fucking good i can't i can't gush over this anymore or like any harder like this movie is so good it's what it was one of those pleasant surprises i had in the theater and I was so happy to see it yeah. in theaters, you know. And it had so many like fun actors in it that you yeah. probably hadn't seen in a minute, mm-hmm. uh, like Keanu. Um, he, I, I, I think that was the beginning of like his next. I think it was his stage of like, in, yeah, insane fame. Because then, you know, that's when the good guy Keanu stuff would always yeah. start coming out and stuff. Maybe it was there before, but 
That's when I noticed. Yeah, I and think it kind of started that all going. Or kind of kept that. William Defoe showed up in it too. Yeah, so did um. Oh, who is the concierge? Lance, Lance something. Reddick? Is that his name? Lance uh, Reddick. He was the concierge. He's in the wire. I yeah, I don't know. I don't know his... It's Lance Reddick. Okay, I had to look it it's up. Lance Reddick. <laughs> Lance Reddick, yeah. He he's plays. Great. Um, oh, he's phenomenal. He's in. Um, Do you ever play Horizon Zero Dawn? You don't have a PlayStation. No. Never mind. No, no. <laughs> never mind. He plays a character I'm in that game. I'm an Xbox guy. You're an Xbox guy. Yeah, he plays a character named Cedric Daniels in The Wire, and he's really fucking good. Um, Ooh, okay. Yeah, John Wick is so fucking good. Adrian uh, Palicki's in it. Um, Ian McShane's in it. Alfie Allen's in it. From yeah, Game it's got it. Yeah, it's got Allen a is the, uh, plethora of stuff. He's one of them in Game of Thrones. Uh, what's I was going to say Joffrey. No, it's Theon Greyjoy. <laughs> Yeah, and then they they eventually started calling him what? What was it? No dick. No, he lost his dick. Grey Worm? Is that right? No, what did they call him? Reek. Reek. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, he was he was in John Wick. A lot of people were in John Wick. It's a great movie. So, Phenomenal. check it out if you haven't. I don't know if there's anything else I'd like to say about it other than it's pretty dang good. Yeah, we advocate <laughs> John Wick here. Keanu, come join us, please. Yeah, Keanu, I know you're listening. Yeah. Actually, Keanu would be a really fun guest. Dude, yeah, any chance to hang out with Keanu, I would yeah, take it. I would, too. Same with Arnold <sighs> Schwarzenegger. Arnold, if I know you're get listening, Arnold. too. Oh, my God. You're working we out got Arnold. listening to the Soundscape Crusaders. How about you work out and talk with us? Yeah. Instead of just listening. And we don't even have to play the stupid game we play. We could just talk to you. It's not a stupid game. I love it. Unless you want to play the stupid game. (laughs) Then we can do that, too. I just want to talk to him about true lies. Dude, I, I would not know. Like, there would be so many things I'd want to say. I'd be probably... Frozen. I'd be like, dude, I love you. <laughs> That's probably yeah. all I'd say. I'd be like, I love you. <laughs> There's a very solid chance that I would try to say something and I would just start crying. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Arnold is phenomenal. You know, I don't, I don't fuck with celebrity worship and all that shit, no, but Arnold's like, He's the guy, like, ever since, like, he's what inspired me to like cinema, you know? Like, it's a big deal. Yeah, no, he's he's been in a lot of movies that we respect and that we admire. And not just because yeah. they're great movies, but his performances are great. Like, I I mean, granted, you, I guess you can, if you want to argue that he's not a good actor, I think his performance in Terminator is absolutely terrifying. Every time he's oh, yeah. on screen, I'm like, fucking, fucking leave. This dude is terrifying. Yeah. He, so he's great. He's not credited enough with how smart he is. Yeah. He's a, he's, he has a very business-like mind. And I feel like he, like most of his, like he took roles that I feel like would utilize what he had to offer. Yeah. Which led to him being a superstar. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's great. 
also great comedy chops. Yeah, he's really uh his his comedy chops in um Last Action Hero are f- are so good. When he does the rugger, rubber bubby, bu- rubber rubber bubby rubber buggy bubby bumpers or whatever. seen those movies where they say make my day or i'm your worst nightmare well listen to this one rubber baby buggy bumpers ha! you didn't know i'm gonna say that did you rubber baby buggy bumpers that's what it is and yeah. he's like ah didn't you think didn't think i would say that now <laughs> that shit had me dead when i saw that i was Dude. like fuck that shit's so funny he's and so man, good i still cannot believe that people didn't like get it when it came out it's a great movie i think it was way ahead of its time i i really think so i i think people yeah, just didn't get it like incredible. i mean like look at halloween 3 i don't know if you saw yeah. that conversation preston and i had but that movie was critically panned because everyone was like where's michael where's michael we want right, michael right when that when in when in hindsight that's a great idea that means yeah. the halloween franchise would never die right you would right. never die. Because then you don't get tired of... Michael. Because <laughs> yeah. he got tiring. I love Halloween 1, but there's... Aside from the 2018, there's really no sequels I like. They're all kind of bad. And not like, oh, I'm going to get, like, you know, trashed on some White Claw and watch watch it bad. Like, no, these are like... I'm going to shit my pants just to get out of here bad. great song fucking awesome song i was Dude, so I'm, gl- I'm so happy you like it because that's Dude, like it's it might be i'm gonna this is gonna be blasphemous but i think this is better than tech noir i think out of all the va- of all the all the synth wave i think Whoa. i think i like this more i think i'm gonna like this more than tech noir as time progresses whoa Which that's is, big that's a bold statement I really like this. That's one. This one huge. Is really yeah, because that's like Tech Noir lit something inside of you too. It did. That that song is nostalgic. When I listen to that song, I think of 2017. Was it 2017? Working in Fort Worth. That's exactly what I think of. I'm like, boom. Working yeah. at that stupid company, <laughs> unnamed. <laughs> um, yeah, that fucking song is a bop. It's a great song. Listen, listen to that album because that that album. There's some other ones. Y- yeah, like I said, I have like five that I listen to on repeat a lot. It's called Radio, Radio Galaxy. Sil- Radio Galaxy. Thanks for listening. Follow us on Twitter at Sound Crusaders or Instagram and TikTok at Soundscape Crusaders. Until next time, be seeing you.